I have used a lot of commerce platforms in the past. By far, the most robust is Shopify. No matter how complex your business needs and no matter how large your business grows, Shopify can handle it. And they do handle it for brands like Rothy's, Ruggable, Allbirds, Knox, Magnolia, Brooklinen, Glossier, and Cotton, to name a few. You may already use another e-commerce platform and you may be super unhappy with it, but you've already put a lot of work into it and migrating to Shopify could seem impossible. But I'm here to tell you that it is quite easy. When I migrated to Shopify back in 2022, their apps and tools meant I just had to make a few clicks and everything was ported over as if by magic. Shopify also lets you design your storefront however you like, which from personal experience I know isn't the case for many other commerce platforms out there. All these features and all this control can result in more sales more often. So stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify today, and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their businesses. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial at shopify.com forward slash practical, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com forward slash practical, shopify.com forward slash practical. Seed DSO-1 is a daily symbiotic, which is a probiotic and prebiotic formulated to provide benefits for gut immune function and whole body health. I take it every morning before I eat, which is when it works the best, and I have noticed a big difference in my digestion, regularity, and even my skin. It's nice that this benefit comes in a small package that needs no refrigeration and really is just a couple of simple, small pills. You also get this cool little travel vial in case you're traveling, so you don't have to stuff a bunch of loose pills in your pocket, which is nice. It's also nice that this product is so rigorously tested from a scientific perspective, which makes seeds probiotic research, development, and innovation programs a lot more trustworthy. So trust your gut health to Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com forward slash practical and use code 25practical to get 25% off of your first month. That's 25% off of your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com forward slash practical with the code 25 practical. Hey there for Capton. Welcome back to Practical Stoicism. As always, I'm your host, Tanner Campbell, and let's get started. We've got Seneca's letters. It's a Tuesday, a little bit late, playing catch up from the computer crash and getting everything reset up and configured. We should be publishing episodes for the rest of this week, kind of more like in the evening of the day you usually expect them as we try to get back ahead by a week. So bear with us. But by next week, you should see things releasing in the morning, in the early morning, my time anyway, 3 a.m. U.S. Mountain Time, as you have become accustomed to. We just need to rebuild the buffer and get back there. So bear with me this week. Next week, it'll be back to normal. This week's letter is letter number 25, and it is on Reformation. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. With regard to those two friends of ours, we must proceed along different lines. The faults of the one are to be corrected. The others are to be crushed out. I shall take every liberty, for I do not love this one if I am unwilling to hurt his feelings. What, you say? Do you expect to keep a 40-year-old ward under your tutelage? Consider his age, how hardened it is now, and past handling, 
Such a man cannot be reshaped, only young minds are moldable. I do not know whether I shall make progress, but I should prefer to lack success rather than to lack faith. You need not despair of curing sick men, even when the disease is chronic. If only you hold out against excess and force them to do and submit to many things against their will. As regards our other friend, I am not sufficiently confident either, except for the fact that he still has some sense of shame, enough to blush for his sins. This modesty should be fostered. So long as it endures in his soul, there is some room for hope. But as for this veteran of yours, I think we should deal more carefully with him, that he may not become desperate about himself. There is no better time to approach him than now, when he has an interval of rest and seems like one who has corrected his faults. Others have been cheated by this interval of virtue on his part, but he does not cheat me. I feel sure that these faults will return, as it were, with compound interest. For just now, I am certain, they are in abeyance, but not absent. I shall devote some time to the matter, and try to see whether or not something can be done. But do you yourself, as indeed you are doing, show me that you are stout-hearted. Lighten your baggage for the march. None of our possessions are essential. Let us return to the law of nature, for then riches are laid up for us. The things which we actually need are free for all, or else very cheap. Nature craves only bread and water. No one is poor according to this standard. When a man has limited his desires within these bounds, he can challenge the happiness of Jove himself, as Epicurus says. I must insert in this letter one or two more of his sayings. Do everything as if Epicurus were watching you. There is no real doubt that it is good for one to have appointed a guardian over oneself, and to have someone whom you may look up to, someone whom you may regard as a witness of your thoughts. It is, indeed, nobler by far to live as you would live under the eyes of some good man, always at your side. But nevertheless, I am content if you only act in whatever you do as you would act if anyone at all were looking on, because solitude prompts all kinds of evil. And when you have progressed so far that you have also respect for yourself, you may send away your attendant. But until then, set as a guard over yourself the authority of some man, whether your choice be the great Cato, or Scipio, or Laelius, or any man in whose presence even abandoned wretches would check their bad impulses. In the meantime, you are engaged in making of yourself the sort of person in whose company you would not dare to sin. When this aim has been accomplished and you begin to hold yourself in some esteem, I shall gradually allow you to do what Epicurus, in another passage, suggests. The time when you should most of all withdraw into yourself is when you are forced to be in a crowd. You ought to make yourself of a different stamp from the multitude. Therefore, while it is not yet safe to withdraw into solitude, seek out certain individuals, for everyone is better off in the company of somebody or other, no matter who, than his own company alone. The time when you should most of all withdraw into yourself is when you are forced to be in a crowd. Yes, provided that you are a good, tranquil, and self-restrained man, otherwise you had better withdraw into a crowd in order to get away from yourself, alone, you are too close to a rascal.
So we've started out with what seems like a response to a letter from Lucilius, wherein two individuals are spoken of. One is a quote-unquote veteran, an older man in his 40s, while the other is a child. The veteran may be a soldier or just somebody who's further along in years and they're using that term in a kind of endearing fashion. And I love this line, I should prefer to lack success rather than lack faith. I think that's beautiful. Seneca wants to try, even if the odds seem stacked against his purpose. That's my kind of guy right there. The other person they're speaking about is a young man. Could it be Nero? Could this letter have been written in the early years of the tyrannical emperor, maybe before he was emperor? It's interesting to think about, but ultimately, I guess we can't know. But it is sad to think that there was a time where Seneca thought there was hope for Nero. Then we move on to something we've heard in a previous letter that we've covered. In fact, I think the last letter that we covered about not being part of a crowd unless you can't be left to your own devices because, as we've already covered, a person who is not a sage or an advanced prokopton will tend to confirm to themselves things they shouldn't be confirming to themselves. We ruminate on things more and more when we are left alone, but when we are with a crowd, we're less likely to do this. However, when we are in a crowd, we are more likely to get caught up in the crowd groupthink, that sort of thing. And that is not necessarily any better. So again, we see Seneca, and now Epicurus, in a pretty direct manner, encouraging mentorship of one sort or another. Maybe not formal mentorship, at least not always, but some kind of relationship with a more experienced practitioner for the sake of growing and maturing our minds and ourselves. Here's what I would like to challenge you with today. Find someone you can look up to, and if you need help identifying people, you can come visit our Discord community. We've got people there from the College of Stoic Philosophers, people like Mitch Leventhal and Ryan Broadfoot, researchers like Judy Stove, and really dedicated practitioners like James Daltrey. Of course, Kai, Eric, and myself are there too, as are hundreds of others at all levels of experience and practice. So if you haven't joined yet, there's a really good reason you should do so. And hey, it's free. So go to stoicismpod.com forward slash discord and sign up for free. And I'll look forward to getting to know you there and connecting you with some people who can help you become more trustworthy when you are alone. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, take care. Take care.